Good morning, and let's get it started. Like the song says, <clears throat> I might have to look into that song, maybe change it up a little bit, but hey, it does always get you pumped up. So anyway, I hope you're enjoying this weekend, and my name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher, and well, that's pretty simple. That's just about what we do, teach you different ways to maybe save you interest on your mortgage. And not only that, just kind of teach about what's going on and how mortgages have changed over, you know, the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years on how us Canadians or London surrounding area on how we apply for a mortgage. I must admit, excuse me, I've been keeping a pretty close eye on all the numbers here in London and surrounding area. And yeah, we've been talking about, wow, look how great London's doing. We just had a talk with some people recently. The house prices in London and to rent are getting pretty close to Calgary. Not a comparable city, but this is just how hot the real estate market is down in the London and surrounding area. Uh, Everyone kind of asked me over here at Mortgage Teacher, which if you want to look it up, please feel free. Look up exactly how we're helping, what the reviews are saying. I am pretty proud of, you know, how our Customers go and write our reviews and, and, you know, help us out, spread the word. That's exactly what we're here to help do. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how banking has changed over the years. I've mentioned it on the show before. And then a little bit on, you know, even this summer, last summer, how much London has evolved and the changes we see up ahead and how you here in the London area, how you can take advantage to get ahead. And here's what I mean by that. I mean, if we look back in time, we saw... 2018 is when interest rates started to kind of trickle up again. And then 2019, they started to come down again. And what that caused was a bunch of people to, that's when we started to see houses, you know, in London list for 260, sell for 280. Then the 280 sells for 300, then 320. And holy smokes. Next thing you know, we got a house that we paid $500,000 for and it's worth 850 or some of us bought a house for 350 and it's it's already worth 650 just a couple years later. So that's what this program can be about a little bit and and we're having some people how do I explain it? What's trending? What's the warning? People are trending towards the wrong focus. Is that saying it right? Here's my concern about people. Because the banks are kind of using our grassroots kind of, you know, our, our what our grandparents taught us in this area against us. And here's what I mean. <clears throat> yes, I get calls all the time. What's your rate? What's the lowest rate? Shop for the lowest rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But here's what I have to say now, because when our grandparents said, hey, Michael, you know, you make sure you shop for the lowest rate. Well, that's when they were 18%. Then when my parents, my mom and dad were teaching me, oh, you got to shop around for the lowest rate. Great. Because my parents were dealing with 8% interest rates. But here's the facts, folks. The lowest rates are here. They're one8 Maybe even variables down to 1.4, 1.5. Fixed rates just above 2%. Basically, the lowest rates are here. They're the lowest rates in history. And I'm calling you all out. What are you going to do with it? Because all I get, and this is people that are even getting close to retirement. Maybe they only have 70000 left on the mortgage or only 150000 left of the mortgage. They're coming in and asking for the lowest rate. But then here's the problem. Do you take that payment? If the payment's only 700 but you're used to paying 2000 what should you do? So here at Mortgage Teacher, what we push and promote is as you're paying your more, or as the rates are low, take advantage. Because here's the, the, tru- the truth. In 10 years from now, in 15 years from now, 
you're going to look back at these low rates. And what are you going to say? Are you going to sit there and say, wow, you know, life was so great back then. It was so fun. My payment was only 1200 Oh, we had so much free cash to go out for dinner. That's what it seems like a lot of people are saying because they're chasing the lowest rate and therefore they get a payment given to them that's just the bar is set too low, folks. One or two percent. And that's where you're setting your payment. Or are you going to be this Canadian? And this is what mortgage teacher likes to develop. 15 years from now, you look back and say, Michael, remember when the rates were, you know, one and a half and two percent? Wow, that's when we really took advantage and we paid off $100,000 off our mortgage. And if you don't think this is true, this is exactly what's happening. People are coming in and if you have any other consumer debt, a line of credit, a visa, uh, a vehicle loan, your vehicle loan might be 3.79% from a couple years ago. Any other portion that's going out in a payment is going towards interest. And that's what we measure here. Yes, your mortgage is the cheapest way of borrowing. Okay, I'll get that out of the way right now. Because A lot of people think, well, I'll just pay my mortgage off as quick as I can because that's the way I was raised. True. But then people go and take out a line of credit at prime plus 0.5. So you're paying at 2.95 compounded monthly. Now, that's still debt, folks. I don't care what formula it's written in. Whether you owe money in a credit card, a vehicle loan, a line of credit, you owe money. And you're paying out interest compounded higher against you. What my motive is, and here's some numbers right here, actually. Let's use this for an example. We'll go off to break. Here's someone that came in that didn't know they really needed help. They're up for renewal. They have, uh, you know, they owe about 290 on the mortgage. No, not big, not small. Paying about 800 bi-weekly or so. That's a good average payment, 1600 a month. They have another bill payment of about 7000 owing. They're paying about 400 a month. Pretty good. And another 8000 they're paying about 300 a month. Two small vehicle loans going pretty good. Then they got this nagging line of credit hanging over them for $10,000. And they admit they're only paying about 150 a month towards it. And this is what we call the money treadmill. Maybe it's just 10 grand, 12 grand, but if it's just sitting there hovering and you're, you know, throwing two, three, 400 against it and it's not really going anywhere, that's what we looked at. So here's a scenario, people. I really, really, really want you to listen to this because this is the average Londoner, maybe even the average Canadian at that point. This person's paying, you know, only owes about 310,000 in total debt. So house is worth about six, 650 and only owes about 310,000 in debt. That's fantastic. You have half your equity paid off in life here. You know, these people are about 40 years old, maybe just under 40, looking great. And their use, like what do I mean by their use? Their habits. What are you used to doing? What's a habit? What is a habit, folks? A habit is something you do without even noticing it. Okay, so if you can succeed by a habit, that means you you pay your mortgage off without even noticing. That's what I'm getting at here. So these people currently are paying about twenty three ninety one, so twenty four hundred dollars a month towards three hundred and ten grand. Very reasonable. When we look deeper into the numbers, the line of credit's not coming down. The other two loans are only coming down about a thousand dollars a year, and the mortgage is coming down ten thousand six hundred. So in a grand total. These people are paying $2,400 a month towards $310,000, okay? And here's the results. What are the results? There's only about $12,000 coming down in a year. Now, I challenge you all, please, go get your mortgage statement. See what you pay off in one year. See if it's as good as these people. Do you pay twelve grand off a year? These people aren't that bad. But, 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 
we sit down, we start crunching the numbers, and I asked him this. Are you here to see me because you're hurting month to month? Because you're struggling? You're in the red? A job loss? Uh, you know, growth of a family? No. They said they can totally afford their payments. Mike, I, I don't even know if I need your help. I can afford these payments. I'm making them fine. But what are the results, folks? We have to compare apples to apples. And what is the common denominator? It's the payment. So I asked them, what is your payment goal? And I said, well, I can afford what I'm paying now. Okay, well, let's keep paying $2,400 a month. Yes, that works out to about $1,195 or $1,200 biweekly. That's what they want to do. And we put it all into one, so they're still going to pay $310. They don't need any more money. They don't, you know, they don't want more debt. They just want to see if there's a way to pay it off faster. So we roll it all into one, and lo and behold, folks... In one year, now, if they keep paying $1,195 biweekly or $2,400 a month, their debt is going to come down $23,700 a month. That's $24,000. Do you understand what I just said here? If you, these people are now paying the debt off twice as fast as they normally were, but paying the exact same payment as they are now. These are the type of results we're seeing, I don't know, eight, nine, ten times a week that so many people are making payments that the graph told them they should. Meanwhile, they're just not paying enough principal off. And this is the biggest warning we want to see in the industry is, folks, while rates are low, pay off more principal. Sorry, that went a lot along. We got to go into a news break. My name is Michael Mullis, and please look us up, mortgageteacher.com. Read the reviews. We're going to go to this news break. We'll be right back after this. Well, thank you. And here we go again. Uh, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. So if you're just tuning in, thank you very much. And if you have been listening, thank you even more for not changing the dial because, hey, we understand this talk radio about mortgages is so overly exciting. I understand. But no, truthfully, honestly, hey, everyone has a mortgage and in the London and surrounding area, there is a ton of opportunity around the city and in the city. And that's what we were kind of talking about before the break. A little bit of, but not more the opportunity, but where I see people are missing out. And what I mentioned is if you have any payment outside of your mortgage that is an interest and principal portion, so a line of credit, a visa, a vehicle, then hey, it's free. Let us run the numbers for you. So in case you haven't heard of Mortgage Teacher and you know exactly what's going on and what is this guy talking about, well, that's exactly what we, we teach here. You see, what I do is I sit down with everyone and there's a lot of changes in mortgage is mortgages recently, sorry. For example, the stress test. Have you guys heard of this? It came into play January 1st, 2016, that everybody in Canada, it doesn't matter if you get a rate of four, three, two, one percent, good for you. We all have to qualify at 5.25%. Okay. Now this rule is kind of set out in place and all the big banks have to play with it. And the funny thing is when you're, you know, a broker, you're on a brokerage like we do, you don't just pay attention to the big five banks. There's other banks, you know, what about national bank? There's a couple of branches here in London, HSBC bank. We see, you know, some ads for home equity bank helps piece deals together. Laurentian bank we see out of the East. These are all off regulated banks. And what does it mean to be a bank? Well, it means they love getting you as a client because they have multiple streams of income. They could give you a mortgage. <clears throat> they could give you a car loan. They can give you life insurance. They can give you, you know, car insurance. You can get anything you want through the bank. But coincidentally, hmm, 
We don't really use the bank for that many advisements anymore. We don't go into the bank and get advice like we used to. But the point I'm getting at, these banks have all of these things they can do to make money. Now, believe it or not, there's 36 companies in Canada that have the off-sea bank status. That's right. So there's 36 companies, not just the big five folks. So that's fine. Let's just move them over here because through Mortgage Teacher, we can deal with them all. And then there's trust companies. Now, what is a trust company? A trust company is an institution that can only lend in mortgages. They can't give you lines of credit. They can't give you, you know, car, car loans. They can't give you a savings account. They don't care. They just care about mortgages. That's it. Simple as that. One thing. And, you know, First National is a big company. I know a lot of people in London may have, may not heard of them. Back in the day, there was First Line Mortgages. There's MCAP Mortgages. Okay, they're, you know, a division of Bank of Montreal. So these are all trust companies that only focus on mortgages only. And there's some good ones. I would say there's 10 strong ones. You can get online components. Hey, you want to put 10 grand down on your mortgage? Click, 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 log in online. There you go. It's done. If you're not using a human being type of thing, then things can be cheaper. So there's all these companies you can deal with. Okay, so that's who we have choices of. And then last but not least, credit unions. We have some great ones down in southwestern Ontario. You know, Libro, your neighborhood credit union. We see Meridian being very aggressive with their rates this last summer. Mind you, you're in a six-week waiting list if you go after that rate. But these institutions are smaller, but sometimes what I call niche Um Maybe uh, on the French River, if the house is on stilts, water access only, I'm going to deal with Kawartha Credit Union because they're within 30 kilometers. And that's how you can deal with. So here at Mortgage Teacher, hey, I always joke around. I don't care who you want to deal with. I deal with them all. But at the most thing, let's sit down and truly give you advice. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty aggressive here in the city. I've been helping people out for 20 years. And it's more, I don't, I do this for free. I got financial planners saying, oh, you know, give me, give me some money, Michael, and I'll give you 2% of what I make you. How about we get rid of debt first? Who's going to sit down and help me get rid of my mortgage? And like I mentioned earlier in the show, it's all about habit. And what I mean by habit is, what are your habits? What are you used to doing? Maybe we could use those habits and create a plan that I win. And here's what I mean by that. I ask every Canadian, especially through COVID, I've been asking, what is your biggest expense in your life? Oh, honestly, ask someone next door, what's your biggest expense in your life? What do you think it is? Someone sitting beside you, ask them what it is. Oh, it's my car payment. Oh, it's my mortgage. Oh, it's daycare. Daycare is so expensive, right? I get it. These are all expensive things. If you have teenagers, holy smokes, it's groceries. Holy, I spend a lot on groceries. These are the biggest expenses. But guess what? In international law or international business, learning from others, wow, that is not our biggest expense in our life. Our biggest expense in our life is tax. And lo and behold, 100% of us forget about it. It's shocking to people outside of Canada. According to many, a person in Ontario is taxed the very highest in the world. Now, the HST was put on carbon tax. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I've been told. If we're the highest tax person, but at the same rate, I ask 100 people in, the ro- in a row, what's your biggest expense? And they don't say taxes. Folks, we have a very bad habit on our hands. That means we have a biggest expense. Someone's taking the most money out of our pockets. And according to people in the world, we're not even noticing it. That should be 50-50. 
50 people should be, oh my God, I paid so much tax, but we don't. Do you know why? Because of habit, out of sight, out of mind, and automation. Two very magical tools to succeed. The problem is it's the government succeeding. They get their money before you get to see it. You get taxed before you get your money. This is their strategy, but it's a bad habit. But here at Mortgage Teacher, we can flip that, use the same way of thinking. And how can you succeed by habit? And this is how, folks. Remember that scenario I said just before the radio or before the commercial break that somebody was, you know, owing $310,000 and they're paying about $2,400 a month, $1,195 biweekly. Well, when we rewrote their new mortgage, maybe their new payment was only $700 biweekly, but they're used to paying their habit is $1,195 biweekly. So what we do at Mortgage Teacher here, folks, is we create what we call the incubator account. Hey, let's put it in there and warm up. I had a nice client that was a nurse that offered that idea. Let's have the money warm up until you decide what to do. You see, we're sick and tired, folks, of everyone getting you a mortgage. Hey, mortgage teacher, can you get us a mortgage? Can we go to you know, this bank and get a mortgage? Who can get us a mortgage? Okay, okay, okay. I, we're done with this. Mortgage teacher, yes, we'll set you up with a mortgage. But from now on, who's going to help me get rid of this mortgage? Who's going to help me come up with a plan and a habit to help me pay more mortgage off. Who's going to help me show the numbers of today that the rates are the lowest ever? Who's going to help me take advantage of this and pay my debt off while rates are low? This is what mortgage teacher does. We are not in the, yes, yes, yes. let me back up here. I'm going to get in trouble. We are in the business of getting you a mortgage, but more importantly, we're in the business of getting rid of your mortgage with you. We are a relationship. This is what's been pulled out from under the rug, folks. Think about banking. Do you go in anymore and Get a car loan at the bank? No, you don't. You go to the dealership. The dealership lays out three different loans and you pick one. Lo and behold, you bank at TD, but you have a BMO car loan now. You don't care. It's just a payment coming out. This is the same way with the mortgage, but now be more aggressive and pay this mortgage off. My name's Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and please look us up. Gone are the days of getting the lowest rate. Yes, Get the lowest rate, but use it the best way possible and pay the most off while these rates are low. For free, we can show you this at any time. Again, look up mortgageteacher.com, folks. Have yourselves a great weekend. I'm out of here. Cheers.